Ace Podcast. Weird. That's right, it's weird. It's weird. I thought for a second, I thought he's actually going to shut up the entire time and let Mark play. <laughs> Instead, he can't help it. Dude can't help it. Actually, hey, you, I, you've been buttoning more than me lately. What, about what? With, with Mark Patch. What? Mark. What? Yes. Hey, it's episode number 253, Monday, February 25th. We that's, don't usually put the date with it. Well, that's going to be the live day. That's the day it's coming out. And uh, my name's Aaron. Oh, it is February 25th, Monday, right now. Oh, yeah. And right now is February Welcome to 25th. the Weird Podcast, where everything that happens in the news that's weird happens right here. We give you no, all we talk the news about it. that you can use to blow a fuse. And Whoa. it's all true. Trues. Trues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the very few's. And this is a Monday episode. You, you know use. what that means. We just kind of get right to it. Top story. Don't get the flues. <laughs> Where's your shoes? <laughs> I got the blues. <laughs> Employees what say. What gave you a clue? <laughs> <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Go we're, oh, we're recording. We're gonna, <laughs> Sorry. We're going to go home and have some stews. <laughs> Listener, this is what the band meeting is like. <laughs> this is the band meeting actually happening this is actually on the show. Behind the curtain a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what happens when we cannot focus, which we is try, pretty much the entire show. We, we try to be professional. We get the studio early for a band meeting, and then we just try to make each other laugh. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, anywho. Employee says stalker wouldn't stop buying pizzas. Okay. Neither will I. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw you buying one the other day. You did. You know, that's my favorite pizza out of every. We've got quite a few pizza places Out of here. all the good ones, you like Little Caesars. Little Caesars is my favorite pizza. And we're not getting any kind of endorsement. Not there. yet. Might send them this. Pizza, pizza. Dare me. I dare you. I'll do it. You remember they used to have pizza, pizza. Do you remember chocolate ravioli? Yes, I do. <laughs> Man, they need to bring that back. It was like, it was like a, it was like a little pack, almost like Reese's peanut butter cups. There's there two, two in a pack. Yep, two in a it was pack. White chocolate. Yep, with like a fudgy kind of chocolate in the middle or something. Yes. They look like raviolis. I used to go in and just buy those. Well, do you remember when they used to have a full menu, and you yep. could go in and get? They had a, they had an amazing tuna melt. They had salads. Yeah, I forgot about that. Of, oh my goodness! But I like them now. People don't realize, and, and, and there was a show. And they used to have the funniest commercials. There was a show called The Pitch. It used to come on AMC, and it was where uh, companies would go to two advertising agencies, and they would say, we need a commercial. Each advertising agency would pitch one, you know, and then the winner got the account. You're making this up. No, it's true. It was a great show. It only lasted one season. That's how great it was? Well, I'm in advertising. I kind of enjoyed it for that. But anyway, they did one for Little Caesars, and I was – they went through – the quality of their food, and that's what they need to be advertising because they use the best of everything. Well, I wouldn't say they're the best pizza though. I love it. I do. Absolutely. I do like it. That's the only one I. But eat here's anymore. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm not a pizza snob. If it tastes like pizza, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty much a pizza snob. You're not. You eat Little Caesars. That's the best pizza. By definition, you're not a pizza snob. I love it. I love it. I like Craig. a lot. You like a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. Anyway. I don't get the cheap one either. I get their loaded veggie. 
So it's six dollars. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot. <laughs> okay, how much is it? Worth everything. It's twelve dollars. That's too much for Little Caesars. No, it's loaded. And here's the thing. Especially when we come from we we have come from a, an era when Little Caesars you would buy a pizza and they'd give you a pizza and you'd leave. That's with that, right. We'd leave you with the, you'd leave with that long piece pizza, of cardboard pizza. with a long yes. pizza pizza. You couldn't buy one pizza back then. You had to buy a pair. They only came in pairs. You home, oh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they had that big good. long piece of cardboard that wouldn't fit in your car. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Lori and, and James both like just the pepperoni. So I can get pizza and get me a, the expensive pizza. You like to go play with the little box. I do like that. You order online, go in, you put a code, or you put your phone, you scan either it. Either way you want to do it. What do you do? You, I do when, both. No, when you walk in, how do you get your pizza out of the box? You scan you a code? You can scan it or you can punch in the number. They oh, give you okay. a number, but they also send you a code. First time I ever used that thing, there was a kid in there and he goes, wow, look at that. He went, Wow. <laughs> You like, said, yeah, "Wow!" Right. When maybe when you grow up, kid, you can get your pizza. Like anyway, that. so for those of you who've already forgotten, employees say a stalker wouldn't stop buying pizza. Uh, every situ- uh, every institution has its fans. You know, if they don't have air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> even your local department store have. Uh, I can't even talk now. What is What's wrong going? with you? I don't know. Pizza. Even your local department of motor vehicles, in all serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ruined their. I ruined their joke. We're going to try this again. Ready? Go ahead. Every institution has its fans, even your local department of motor vehicles. That sounded funny. Why did they think that was funny? I don't know. Uh, a man was arrested for allegedly stalking DMV employees. Oh, I see. Actual fan. They're a fan. This is the dumbest story already. Anyway, <laughs> uh, am I keeping you from something over there? Because you're yes. on the phone a lot over there. Yes, yes, you are. Uh, they arrested him for allegedly stalking DMV employees in Lincoln County, Missouri, uh, deputies claim a series of creeptacular and frightening actions um, by Timothy Howe, 34. For some reason, his name is in all bold letters and a larger type font. I'm not really sure why. So Tim, I'm supposed to say frightening actions by Timothy Howe. Howe, Howe. He's Detect- Thurston Howe's uh, grandson. Oh, man. Did they ever find his grandfather? I don't know. Detectives began investigating on February 6th. According to a news release, 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 problems started last year because of pizza. This is the most broken pizza. English I've ever read. <laughs> Empl- I'm reading the voice of Grog. Employee at DMV in city of Troy claimed the suspect anonymously bought pizza for them. He drove through the What's parking lot at all times of the day and reached out eat to the them pizza. on social. P- eat the pizza. Just be happy. He reached out to them on social media using an assumed name. One of them, a woman, asked him to stop buying her the pizzas. So, in What's the words of the her? deputies, he bought them for everyone in the office except her. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no pizza for you. No pizza for you. <laughs> Most people go out of their way to avoid the DMV unless absolutely necessary. Not how. No. According to and deputies, uh, employees said he was a regular asking for abandoned vehicle forms and other documents. Uh, issues came to a head when in November of last year... He allegedly left a lot of money for a DMV employee and told her to get a manicure or a pedicure. The State Complaint Investigation Bureau uh, told him he was persona non grata from then on at the (laughs) Troy License Office. You are persona non grata. (laughs) That sounds very fancy. Can I be that? Yes, you can. Problems allegedly continued. Howe was uh, also accused of getting his hands on a woman's cell phone number. Deputies described the text as odd, and one of these was a Merry Christmas message. A woman who uh, also said 
He drove past her twice while she was filling up her car at a gas station. Howe is now charged with first-degree stalking and three counts of first-degree harassment. Deputies said he's locked up at the Lincoln County Jail on a $20,000 cash-only bond. It's unclear if he has an attorney in this matter. At first, at the beginning of the story, he sounded like one of these kind of eccentric older guys that don't have really have a life. They're, maybe they're widowers or something. Yeah. And I've seen these guys before. They show up at restaurants and they try to be cute and flirty with people and try to tell jokes and be kind of, you know, they want to, they're just trying to get, they're trying to have attention. Not, yeah. not in a bad way. They're just trying to. <clears throat> they, they want con- human contact. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this guy, but then it gets kind of weird when he starts following them around to gas pumps. That, that's where I kind of lost that whole thing. I'm yeah. not really sure that was the case, but. Well, maybe he's got a screw loose, but hey, they're getting free pizza. Eat What's it. he doing to it before he gives it to him? I think he orders it and has it delivered there. Oh, maybe. Except for that one lady. <laughs> she doesn't get any. It says, no, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> the guy comes to the door and goes, I got a pizza for everybody here except Karen. <laughs> All right, we've got a creepy story. Real creepy here. Headline is, Virginia woman arrested after hiding her mother's corpse under blankets for 44 days. This goes back to an early episode of the show. One of the first episodes involved a couple of dead bodies. That's right. I forgot about that. I can't remember last week's show, but I remember that. (laughs) A Virginia woman was charged with concealing a dead body. Is she a woman because her name is Virginia, or is she just from Virginia? She's from Virginia. Okay. Virginia. Uh, If you were, uh, your name was Virginia and you were from Virginia, would that make you a Virginia, Virginia woman? You'd be Virginia squared. Yeah. Okay. A Virginia woman was charged with concealing a dead body after hiding her mother's corpse in their home for 44 days. Joe Whitney Outland, age 55. Three names. That's your age. Of Bristol, hid the corpse of Rosemary Outland. You notice I won't even entertain that when you say that to me. Her 78-year-old mother under 54 blankets. You got to hold that smell down. That's almost one blanket for every year of her life. In the Southwest Virginia home. Crawford said a letter written by Joe Whitney Outland that was found in some uh, in the home indicated... You all right? You stroking out over there? You can't, you're a fine one to talk. I'm not. Indicated her mother died December 29th and that she covered the body with blankets after failing to revive her with CPR. Outland then padlocked a door and refused to let relatives into the home masking the scent of the decomposing body with 66 air fresheners. But you know, studies have shown 65 will not do it. <laughs> so she's 55, has 54 blankets, and 66 air fresheners. This could be a, an episode of uh, Sesame Street. Today, <laughs> I hope not. Good today's Lord. Today's show is brought to you by oh, oh, 44 oh. Days of Dead Bodies. Count the air fresheners. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Outland did not have an attorney uh, last Friday, according to court records, and no one answered the phone when this uh, reporter tried to get in touch with her. I've handled a lot of deceased people, but nothing of this magnitude, Crawford said. It's bizarre. Craig, don't handle deceased people. Well, well, then he refers to her weight, saying magnitude. (laughs) That's unhealthy. Crawford said the body was found after Rosemary Outland's nephew climbed through a window. The Bristol Herald Courier reported that the body had signs of decomposition. Well, I guess if it's been under blankets for 44 days, it's going to. Yeah. Mummification and decay. According to you the newspaper. You can't scrub that picture out of your no. head. Once you've seen that. According to the newspaper, Joe Whitney Outland seemed to be staying at the home after her mother's death, although authorities found her at a relative's house. She couldn't take it anymore. Her <laughs> mother was haunting the place. Outland told police the reason she did not call anyone when her mother died was that she feared being arrested why she just maybe she's just scared of cops 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Adult Protective Services had contact with the outlines in the crazy. past. I think that's it. Uh, no, no. Although no charges were ever filed, Outland was arrested Tuesday and charged with concealment of a body. Well, it isn't a graveyard also concealing a body. <laughs> yeah, but it's legal that way. This Why? Is a, because this is a felony. So, she, so she threw dirt over her mom and put flowers on top. That would have been legal. No, you got to go through the process, man. Who's the process man? Re- we have these processes for a reason, Craig. Who's the process man? <laughs> He lives over by the Muffin Man. You, oh, might, you might know down him. Down on Dreary Lane? Yes. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Dreary Lane? Yeah. But he's, the, he's that guy, uh-huh. so he's Dreary Lane? Uh-huh. Work with me. She was released uh, and is scheduled to return to court um, the end of this month. 44 days in the house with a deceased person. What can you really say about that? You got to burn the house down. Yeah. Other than that you had to know that you had to call someone, Crawford said. Wow. 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 44 days. Why don't we have a Burger King theme song? Even if it was like not decomposing, if, if she had her in the freezer, that's just creepy. 44 days with the your dad. It's, it's creepy when you go to a funeral home and you have to look at somebody in a Those casket. Those are creepy. That is creepy. And I've had to go through that plenty of times in my life, and it's just creepy. We've had to go through it plenty of times this year already. Yeah. Ugh. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, why don't we have a Burger King theme? Oh, well, we've got, uh, let's see. That works, maybe. Is you on keyboard? Yeah, right here. I just wonder if it's going to go on for a while. Should I wait it out? Hey, did you tell me that somebody commented that we were the best podcast available Uh, earlier? Yeah. Who was that? Do you remember? I have to find it. We've got to give her a shout out because... uh, Jay Sharp, who is uh, listener of the week this week, uh, posted a, a, a funny little picture of his daughter when uh, he couldn't stop laughing at our podcast, which is awesome. Jay makes me very happy. It's actually Alex Hogan. Alex Hogan, super listener. She said Alex we're the best Hogan. podcast out there. Yeah, she's awesome. Thanks, Alex. I mean, does, the, does the name Alex Hogan does that scream dishonest? No, no. It's, it's, it's scream, it screams uh, honesty, truth. It, 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 it's a person that knows. Yes. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Hey, you rock. So Burger King, they settled with a customer who sued the restaurant for reneging on free food offer. Now, this at first I thought it was maybe that app where you get a penny. You know, you get your. There was another one of those. You what? Could, if you were a new customer using the app, which you could use a different email address or whatever. Uh, I'm not saying kids. That's <laughs> Craig, right. Craig teaches you to cheat the system. You could get a penny on one of their other, uh, one of their other sandwiches. Nice. They're they're innovative. When it but comes anyway, to, that's what I thought this was about, but it's not. It's R- not. Read and, we'll, on. And, and we might find out in a minute if you will shut your trap. Go ahead and read on. An Oregon man who claims he was offered free Burger King meals for life after getting locked in the fast food restaurant's bathroom sued the chain <laughs> after they reneged on the agreement. <laughs> the chain has now settled the case, paying Curtis Bruner the $9,026 he sought. Just give him meals. Just give him a burger a week. I mean, think about this. The amount of food that any of their re- and it's sad to say, but it's true. America throws away billions of dollars worth of food every year. It's, right. it's crazy how yeah. many pounds of food goes in the dumpster. And um, the, you know they could have given this guy the free food, yes. and it could have easily been and no no more than what gets wasted daily. You know what I'm saying? The, yes, the food that absolutely. gets wasted daily, and they would have saved themselves all the. Court By the way, cost. I think I just made up a new band name, and they could have used it for a commercial. I made up a new band name. Oh, we hadn't had one this week. What Red, is it? Wasted Daily. Wasted Daily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Wasted Daily. <laughs> it's not a bad one. 
Not bad. Anyway, they paid him the $9,026 he sought, according to his uh, attorney. Bruner's lawyer filed the suit in January, and the case was settled Monday. Despite the result, Burger King denies liability and disputes Bruner's claim. Burger King did the right thing. They could have dragged this out for years, and we're glad they didn't. Bruner still likes Burger King. He just doesn't go to their bathroom anymore. <laughs> Especially since the king's always in there with that big head. Oh, it's freaky. <laughs> the money which he'll receive within 30 days should be enough to buy a Whopper meal once a week for at least 20, the next 22 years. I doubt that'll be the case. Bruner was, because you know, we know my Taco Bell story. Yes. I got free Taco Bell for a year. Yes. And, and what they thought was... Uh, a free meal like a week or whatever yeah wasn't even enough to cover a combo meal no but either way we still ate like hogs i bet it was fun yeah you earned that too by the way yeah so employees of oh, let's see let's uh, let's go back to where i was here. yeah it's a good idea bruner was trapped for over an hour at a burger king in northeast portland on december 15th due to a faulty lock okay employees allegedly slid a fly swatter <laughs> under the door for Bruner to pry open the lock, which What's, caused him to cut his hand. Are there doors that flimsy? He could have just pushed it open. <laughs> I think it's one of those you shut the door and it just does like a quarter turn and locks. Yeah. And I bet it was... Uh, Jammed? Yeah, the, the the deadbolt type action was... Yeah, that's probably what it was. Because you, know, you flip them over, they'll say occupied or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but he cut his hand... And he also claims the employees were laughing at him. Well, sure. He's locked in the bathroom. But I, I would say this is an example of a really bad manager. Yes. If you're a good manager, you would have probably taken care of that guy. You'd Absolutely. Been, I mean, I'm not saying give the guy the whole house. I'm saying just you probably would have set him up with some me, a meal or... Give him a stack of those free Whopper cards. We've all had them. You know, you get a free Whopper card every once in a while. I'm No, I haven't. Oh, I have. Yeah. I love Whoppers. We sent him over to see... Um, SK? Oh, absolutely. He'd be set for forever. We have SK on the show. <laughs> I can't find SK anymore. Oh, he's on he's on the Facebooks. He, he ignores me. Oh, well, he doesn't like you. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, let's see here. He was trapped, blah, blah, blah. They laughed at me. They laughed at me. <laughs> um, he finally escaped, was left shaken, not stirred by the event, uh, which he said triggered his PTSD when he was in Vietnam and caught in a bathroom at Burger King. Um, <laughs> but it had too upset for him to drive and everything. The cleanliness of the place was less than desirable. Highway bums use it as a changing room. Okay, this tells me the type of person this, uh, this person is right here. Highway bums. Yeah. These are, it, these are human beings. Yes, they are. Highway oh, wait. Bums. Actually, that's actually not a bad band, band name well, We either. already have one. No, we can have more than No, one. we can we, have we more have multiple. than one. You're, nope. not the, you're not the boss of this podcast. Just one an episode. Highway Bums. Uh, let's see. Highway Bums uses a changing room. Uh, it's not a pleasant smelling place. Being locked in there for over an hour, you smell like that when you get out. This really? <laughs> Bruner said that before he left the restaurant, an employee came over and made him the offer. While I was sitting there in the lobby trying to calm down, the manager came over and said, anytime you come in here... It's free meals on us. I eat at Burger King almost daily, now and so does. I was grateful for the off- for the offer. So I don't know if this person had the uh, authority to say this, but the manager did what I was saying. If it was a good manager, you would try to take care of the guy. I think yeah. they might have shot a little too high. Yes, I think they overshot their coverage on this one for sure. Um, after two weeks of taking advantage of the deal at least once a day, he said the restaurant stopped comping his food after allegedly being instructed by the district. Yes, because... 
district managers, I'm sorry if we've got listeners that are district managers, but <laughs> district managers can be the worst. Yes, they can. Because they're they're some they're they're, they're frustrated. They're they've somehow escaped and I'm talking fast food or retail district managers. Really I'm talking fast food district managers because those are the ones I had the worst times with. They're they're trapped from they've just escaped the grease pit. Yeah. But they're not quite important enough <laughs> to be a C level. I worked at a Burger King as a teenager. And I still to this day remember my district manager. He they scared me to death. Always jerks. Now I also had one that uh, worked when I worked at the record store. Yeah. And uh, it, again, it's just he was kind of okay. He was kind of smart aleck and stuff, but he he still kind of had that about him. Yeah. And, and just something about district managers. Like I always thought, I always thought now when I, I don't want to do this for a living, but I thought I'd be a great district manager because I'll go <laughs> because into you're this, a jerk. Yes. <laughs> Because 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 I appreciate I appreciate as a customer going into uh, a restaurant and having just basic things that are that should be the way they are like Chick Fil A clean bathroom yes but clean bathroom soap yep. in the bathroom how many times you have to go tell somebody hey Chick Fil A's got mouthwash in the bathroom one up in Hville does yes sir uh, and Chick Fil A really is a blueprint for the way everybody should everybody to should do it yeah they're Re- so good regardless of and your the food's good regardless of your opinion on what you think they did or didn't do whatever we it doesn't matter it's the best as a business model they 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 should be the blueprint if they had blizzards that'd be the only place I ate and they played REO music oh yeah they played Nickelback Speedwagon all day long <laughs> don't even you got to stop that that's not funny anyway uh, Bruner said he's suing because his deals okay. Okay, Bruner, you didn't have it in writing. Uh, it's an honor issue. They could have said the next meal is free, and that would have ended it, but that's not the deal they made. So I, here's what I think. Here, here's what I think. Go I have to say fast before the thought leaves me, but I think <laughs> I think that he had a good thing going uh, with the, the local manager was doing something nice for him. Yes. The district rubbed him the wrong way because the district probably came in and probably, if it's true that the district manager said they couldn't do it, probably came in they were less than friendly less than cordial and they just they you know upset him because they were not being you know right and exactly it made him kind of mad and upset yeah. you know just, just well, well be, he be, took be, advantage of it too they they could have said what they should have done was given him some coupons that would have that would have been the easy thing yeah. out and then when he ran out he ran out anywho uh anyway that's all there is to that all right headline is lonely monkey wants a companion so he abducts a two-year-old. Did you hear what I said? A lonely monkey. You think it was lonely Mike monkey. Nesmith? Or All a, the lonely monkeys. You think it was Mike Nesmith? Hey, <laughs> I like Mike Nesmith. Hey, you know. Uh, Lucy and Ramona. Peter Tork just turned like 75 Good or something. grief. A lonely monkey thinks that he needed a companion, but decided to have it from another angle. The lonely monkey then abducted. Lonely monkey would be a great band name. No, no, we've already had two so I know, far. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that if we if, if you we, had wasted if we, if, it if, early. If, if we were to say there was a third one, Lonely Monkey would be the band it name. It would be a good one. Um, then he abducted a two-year-old boy from his house in Haryana, India. The sad animal. India is always having a snake carrying some kid off. <laughs> yes, I know it. Or something, a monkey. <laughs> so how does this happen without the knowledge of the boy's family? The said animal did so to have a companion, but things went abnormal when he refused to release the boy to a woman who noticed the incident and wanted to save the child. In a video shared on YouTube, of course, the animal can be seen playing with the boy by the roadside. The lonely monkey has been in the video rendering motherly love by trying to remove particles from the child's hair. 
According to the video, a passerby, the woman we spoke of earlier, this is tasty. <clears throat> sees the baby and accosted uh, to save the baby, or tried to save the baby. English is hard for you. No, it's this writing. But the lonely monkey hugged the baby frequently and refused to let the two-year-old go. In the same scene, the woman could be heard saying, from where did you get that baby? Let me take it home. In another incident, the same primate entered a house in India. How do they know? Do they got tabs on this monkey? Maybe. And pinned the baby on the floor while the family members of the child confronted it and prevented the monkey from fleeing with the child. The animal tried to escape with the child several... This monkey's got an issue. Does he not know he can jump up into trees? I guess not. He's lonely. It really is a lonely monkey. Family members have thwarted all of its efforts. So look that video up. Monkey abducts child. <clears throat> Your turn. Well, oh, this is another creepy one. We've had two creepy ones in this. This one's real creepy. The pictures on this one. Oh, boy. Go ahead. Woman 20 reveals she has married a zombie doll that she got when oh. she was 13. I watched this video. I want to vomit. D- is that not the creepiest looking thing? It's creepy. It's stupid. She's got mental issues. She does. She needs to she be does. helped. And she looks like you expect her to. Yep. A 20-year-old woman has claimed her world is now complete after she married her zombie doll. Felicity Cadillac of, from Massachusetts uh, has revealed she tied the knot with the love of her life. Kelly Rossi, a zombie doll that she claims is 37, year, uh, 37 years old, the ceremony, which took place in Tiverton, Rhode Island, cost Felicity five hundred dollars, which she covered uh, her own. I'm sorry, which covered her own wedding dress, a tuxedo for Kelly, and decorations for the outdoor venue. I've been married thirty years, and my wedding was a lot more than five hundred bucks. Yeah, alongside four of her family friends, eight of Felicity's other dolls also attended the ceremony. Uh, Felicity, Isn't that sweet. Felicity, How old is she? Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Felicity, who now lives in v- uh, Venita. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I just got. Are you okay? Venita, Oklahoma. <laughs> We're at the age where you got to be careful doing everything, including breathing. Uh, she's in Oklahoma, claims that Marion Kelly has made her feel closer and more intimate with her. She said, our wedding ceremony was beautiful and perfect, exactly the way I dreamed it would have been. Yeah. I made sure Nightmare. that the whole wedding was done properly so it would be as official as possible. Uh, she said that she has had boyfriends in the past. Really? Um, explained that Kelly takes on the male role in the pair's relationship. She's a tomboy, so she wore a suit. I feel she was most comfortable as the groom, she explained. Despite having been in a relationship with Kelly for four years, getting married to her has made me feel so much closer to her, both emotionally <laughs> and intimately. This is just creepy. This is the creepy episode. We haven't had two creepy stories in the same episode in a while. Felicity was initially gifted uh, Kelly by her late father after becoming obsessed with horror movies and zombie dolls. Uh, she said, I found Kelly on creepy doll, on a creepy doll collection website and my dad bought her for me when I was 13. It wasn't until I was 16 that I started to get feelings for her, but it was something that I kept on trying to deny. Her father, uh, When her father died last year, Felicity found herself becoming closer with the doll uh, and finding comfort in it uh, as it was something her father had bought for her. She explained, She's I got finally issues. allowed myself to be open with who I was and let my feelings come out. And despite not everyone agreeing with my love life, I've never felt happier. She needs help. She does. But the 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 day and age in which we live right now, Craig, she's not going to get help she needs. She's going to get, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Just go with Pat it. Pat on the back. Who's to say you're not? Carry on. All right. Headline is, husband organized a party to expose infidelity of his wife. 
So we got a guy here from from Colombia who Colombian who caught his wife cheating, had the text messages to prove it. So instead of just confronting her like you know people would, he throws a party and is going to make a scene. So here we go. A Colombian man treated the case of the infidelity in an unprecedented way. The event happened in Colombia, where the man organized a party to which he invited all the family of his wife and one of his best friends, who is also married. The man's intention was to set a trap and expose them in front of everyone. At twilight, when the party was about to end, the husband thought it was the ideal time to close the day with a flourish. So after ordering the attention, ding, 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 attention, of all those Was he a present. train conductor? No. <laughs> he he, he uh, tapped his glass with a knife. Ding, 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 ding. All those present and asking his wife to stand by his side oh, to dedicate is, the speech. This is brutal. He asked the guest to record the scene because what befell next would be very special. So the husband presents his speech by saying, Today, I discovered something, really. I have it in my mind, and I already suspect it in my heart. Alberto... I've known you for more than 20 years. He just went from one country to another, one nationality to another. He's upset, okay? Give him a break. (laughs) You are a father, my great brother, my friend, and you're courting my wife, and that is of little men. Here are all the messages that Delania and you have passed on. Delania is looking for a $40,000 apartment, and I asked her where she can get it from. Well, I know where she can get it from. You're going to give it to her. (laughs) After those words, he threw the cell phone into the pool Immediately, the bride's mother, Delania's mother, tried to persuade him that this was not worth such a scene. Really, Mom? Your daughter is cheating on him? Yeah. He continues, I thank you in the soul for all the sincere and profound friendships that you showed me these 20 years. And Delania also, of course. Those two years that you have shared with me? Hypocritically. (laughs) Alberto and Delania have a relationship. He just announced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So at that point, you know, the guests kind of started trickling out and began to leave the party because they were that uncomfortable. And they even insulted him on the way out, to which he responded sarcastically, Oh, I'm not worth it. The rude one is me. The lack of respect is me. I'm everything. (laughs) Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Oh, we got a good one this week. Top, this one. Top 10 musicians named Paul. Yes. And this one comes to us from thetop10s.com. We can get through really quick on this one. All right. Number 10. Paul Stanley of Kiss. Yes, I love Paul Stanley. I've got his book, by the way. He wrote an autobiography. I haven't read it yet, but a friend of ours gave it to me. Uh, Great story. Go to number nine. <laughs> number, number nine. <laughs> we know number nine. Paul Cook. We do know a Paul Cook. <laughs> Paul Cook uh, was the drummer for the band The Sex Pistols. Number eight. Paul Simonon. 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 Yes. Basis for The Clash. Uh, number seven of the top ten musicians named Paul. Paul Kossoff, the lead guitarist for free. You mean they actually didn't didn't charge? No, they didn't. Yeah, it was all free. Yeah. Number six, Paul Anka. Uh, number seven, Paul Rogers. Bad company. Uh, I heard he wasn't great to be around. <laughs> number four, top ten musicians named Paul. Paul Butterfield, blues harmonica player. Uh, number three. We're in the top three now. We're cooking through this list. We top are. ten musicians named Paul. Number three, Paul Weller. Heck yeah. Yeah, he's good. Number two, Paul Simon. I love Paul Simon. And the number one, the number one most popular or top ten musician named Paul. Everybody say it with me. Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. Yay. And he is good. Oh, he's awesome. I think he was probably the most normal Beatle. Although I love George Harrison. And George Harrison's solo albums are 
probably my favorite of all the Beatles. Well, I'm glad you like him so much. <laughs> why don't you marry him? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? Except he's not alive anymore. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to episode 253. We have a security issue up at the front of Leeberry. Yeah, we're going to get out of here quickly. Actually, we, <laughs> we, 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 we're running past our uh, allotted studio time tonight. Hey, Pops. Hey, Mom. Hope y'all are doing well. All right, everybody. We'll see you on Friday's episode. We won't see you. We'll, you can hear us. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this this week's episodes. Uh, brought to you by Jay Sharp. <laughs> Listener of the week. And Alex Hogan. And Alex Hogan. Have a good week. Or three days or whatever it is. See you Friday. <laughs>